we're putting the list around right now. We're going to do some outdoor comedy here at mutinyradio.fm and .sf on the corner of 21st in Florida. And I'm excited that you're all here. We're going to we're sending around the list right now. We're going to have some outdoor comedy. Everyone's going to be super safe and wear masks and stuff, you know, and be socially distanced from one another unless they're in a bubble or they've been vaccinated. I don't know. Everybody show your cards. Show me your papers. Uh, but we're going to get started here in just a few minutes with comedy out on the street. No F-bombs because they're children and we care about their tender ears. But you can talk about schmegma as much as you want because they don't know what that word means. All right. We're going to listen to a little bit more of some Bughouse Square and we'll be back with comedy here on Mutiny Radio. It's Saturday night, 4-3-21 at 6-11. It's just so you have a timestamp. Okay. Uh, wrong figure. There we go. I give up all
Keep clapping, because the end of the music and the stuff. Yay! Hey, neighbors, I'm sorry we're doing this again tonight. <laughs> I do have a permit, though. I promise you I have a jam permit. Thank you. That's really nice. You're a neighbor. You're right there. You're a neighbor. You know, <laughs> I smoke way too much weed. But even if I didn't, thank you. I can never understand I before E or E before I and neighbor or way or whatever. Like, why the language uh oh god i've been i've been not eating enough food and drinking too much alcohol so i want to talk about poetry which is a problem i'm like what are we no poetry is terrible uh poetry poet well poetry is just pretentious comedy isn't it really it's it's emotional it's language crafted to elicit an emotional response and in poetry, they're like, I want to elicit your tears. <laughs> and in poetry, it's like, or in comedy, they laugh. It's the same thing. I'm just saying poetry and comedy, same thing. Ooh, I hear the bleed. I have to turn off the thing. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm. You might not hear the bleed. There's a, there's a podcast that's playing behind. Can you hear it a little bit? Just a little bit behind? I know, right? Thank you. You heard that too. Good ears, you guys. Okay. Everybody clap or something so it doesn't sound weird when I run. You're an amazing audience. Who are you and who is paying you money? Like, what did we give you? I didn't, nice. I didn't, um, I didn't even make pot food today. Like, I haven't bribed anyone for their friendship today. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little too real. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll tell you a couple jokes to start with just to warm you up. You almost feel warm. It's a little chilly. The wind is happening. We're all ready to get comedy pneumonia. Yeah! Uh, there's... Uh, hand sanitizer here if that makes you feel good. I learned I learned years ago that you're not supposed to use hand sanitizer because it kills all the good bacteria and bacteria is good because of the farm effects so you don't die or whatever and I'm like ha 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 So the one thing I did through COVID that was really positive I stopped biting my nails. Thank you. I bit my nails for, I'm 46 years old. I've been biting my nails since I was a baby. They used to make jokes about it. Oh, you always had your fingers in my mouth. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but I, I, I did always. They, my parents, yeah, they, well, <laughs> let's not get into that. But so I stopped, I stopped biting my nails because I was like, oh, I don't want to get sick. And now the worst thing is that my nails are so long, I'm totally, I think I gave myself pink eye because I scratched my butt and then like, ah, that's how you get that. There's so much bacteria. I grew up my nails to like be pretty and elegant and now it's like, there's like, ah, it's even grosser than before. I don't know how the world works. Right? I scratched my butt too. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know how to shave my butt. Uh, that it, it's you have to get into these weird positions, and it's like I don't even know how to have. And you you can't pluck it, but you you can just kind of stick your fingers back there and pull really hard, and it works just fine. <laughs> no, but okay. <laughs> I have so much pubic hair; it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. Do you? It, it's a lot of you. 
you've heard this joke before. These people, I'm talking to you two, <laughs> you three, four, these people that don't know me. Do you, do you remember 1904? Probably not. Um, but back then, you couldn't flash a hairy ankle without being a disgusting slut. Right? And now if you don't shave from your big toe to your twat like a four-year-old girl, you're a disgusting slut. <laughs> and no one wants to sleep with you. They're like, gross, gross, ah, Gillette, the best a man can get. When will you be good enough? Ah, Shreve. Uh, I have so many pubes, it's like I have a kitten in a headlock. <laughs> it's cute. I didn't, I had to, I was trying to, I was trying to quaff the crash site. I didn't know what to do because, like, I don't watch porn. I don't know what people are doing these days with the biz. And it's a slippery slope. You start shaving, and then you have to, like, keep going, and then it's, like, the top and the sides. And then I found a patch of gray hairs. Ah! I'm not supposed to be looking that closely at myself. I've got my reading glasses on, and I'm looking down there, and it's so weird. And you try to do all the, and I finally realized the purpose of pubic hair. Right? So I, because I accidentally, it's slippery slope. It had to all go, right? And then I realized when you pee into the toilet, pubes are to focus the pee into the toilet. So you know what I'm talking about. After you get it all waxed off and you sit down, it's like, <laughs> you took a shower in your own piss. But it's sterile. Don't worry. You're fine. No, it's a Gillette, the best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. Did you hear about the new Gillette razor? Oh my God, 17 blades, 17 blades for the closest shave. And the 13th blade is easily removable so you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. Gillette, the best man can get. I'll never, I'll never be good enough. Okay, I'm gonna let the open mic happen now. Thank you for laughing at my jokes. These people here, yay. I put it by, there's the list, here we go. All right, everybody, wear your mask, be safe. Oh, I've got all of these, all, so all of these microphones back here are all, I just wiped them down with a wipey, and so you just get to pick one, and it's fresh, and then when they're all done, I'll wipey wipe them again, and then we'll all be good. Okay, your first comedian on the stage, he's not just an amazing comedian, he's also an incredible photographer, and no, he really is. It, I mean, <laughs> He took some pictures of me. He made me look pretty last week. I was like, what? He, so, it was fun. All right, put your hands together, everybody, for Damien Montes. Yay! Hi, guys. Hey guys, nice to meet you guys. I'll do some like real jokes and then I'm gonna work on some stuff, okay? Um, we're outside, cool. I haven't been outside in two years because of quarantine. I didn't do anything during quarantine. All I did is I took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. I'm just kidding. I'm actually 38% homosexual. So that's from my dad's side. Um, cool, I'm young and I'm married. Uh, I already felt you guys get intense in that one second I just told you that. Um, it's okay, because uh, I like being married, but people always ask rude questions. It's never like, oh, you're young and married, congratulations. So it's always like, oh, you're young and married, good luck, you know. Um, but I love being married um, because I love my wife. Cool, let's do some new jokes, cool. 
Uh, a Mexican, a Mexican, uh, surprise, like, um, I am Mexican. I speak fluent Spanish, too, um, so I'm like an undercover Mexican, because no one expects me to be Mexican. And like, when people talk to me that speak Spanish, uh, they'll talk to me in English, and then when I turn around, they talk about me in Spanish. So like, we'll meet, and they'll be like, oh, you seem like a really nice guy, and I'll be like, thank you. And I'll turn around, and they'll be like, oh my god, I think that's the manager's daughter. And they're like, no, man, that's Miley Cyrus, actually. You just met Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Get it together. Um, no, I'm Mexican. No one believes me. They're like, you don't look Mexican. What do you want me to look like? A fucking piñata? What do you want from me, dude? A Virgin Mary candle? What do you want from me, dude? You want me to look like the Taco Bell Chihuahua? That's what you fucking want from me, dude. <laughs> I should just get off right now, honestly. Um... <laughs> ah, nice. Good job. Good job. Um, no, yeah, they're like, uh, you're Mexican? You know, Mexican, prove it. So I got married young inside of the family. Okay, there it is. Um, what's my other Mexican jokes? Let me tell you about my roots. Uh, I'm Mexican on my dad's side. Uh, my dad's grandma or my dad's mom was Latin. His mom or my dad's. My dad's mom was Latin, and my dad's dad was black. So it makes him, on the Twitter community, an Afro-Latina. My mom's side, her mom was German, and her dad was Russian, which makes her a Karen. That's good. Okay, that's cool. I usually say that makes her a bitch, but this, like, Karen, clean. Cool, awesome. That's good to know. It's good to know. Cool. Synonyms. Um, I love that spice. Um, what else, what else do I have to do about Mexicans? I live with my mom, I grew up with my mom, um, I didn't grow up with my dad, I never really met my dad, and my dad never really met his dad. So when I have a kid, I'm gonna make sure that I never make, meet him either. Um, I'm gonna continue that lineage, but I've, I live with my mom, and um, I identify as Mexican because I really like cleaning my house. That's not racist towards Mexicans. That's racist to white people because my mom's house was filthy. Ew, my mom's house was disgusting, guys. We always had like dirty dishes in the sink, like stacked, but they were like paper plates and plastic cups, so I don't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I'm gonna get out because I just said that for twice. Thank you, Pam. Damian Montes, everyone! Hooray! What did we learn? He's Mexican. Uh, I have one joke in Espanol. Do you speak Espanol? No? Yes? Mm. Que pasa en tus pantalones? <laughs> Una fiesta en mis pantalones a todos vienen. It's a double entendre in Espanol. Because it's like coming to a party. You're coming to a party. And I have a party in my pants. Thank you. I like I like wordplay. I think wordplay is important. Thanks, Damien. Have a good time at um, Alameda. He's going to take pictures and be a professional. Yay! He takes really good pictures, by the way. If you ever have a show of comedians and you need someone to take pictures, like ask him. He made me look good. Like I was like, what? <laughs> Except his pictures were so good 
and I was wearing these nylons and they're like really old. They're like 12 years old, right? And so they were baggy at the knees. So like half of my pictures where I looked the cutest, like where I looked the skinniest and the cutest in my dress, my knees looked all baggy like an old woman and I couldn't use the pictures. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. I guess I could crop them. I can crop them. Okay. Thanks for working that with me through with me. <laughs> We're going to be okay. I'm going to figure out TikTok someday. No, I'm not. I'm doing... That's the thing. When I was... I used to nanny, and this little girl I used to nanny for, and she was like 11, she's like, um, so when you're like a real person and you get a smartphone, because I didn't have one then, she's like, are you going to get the... It's the app where you film yourself in slow motion singing. Do you remember what that one was? And I was like, who is watching that with you? And why would I want to get that? Because no one wants to see a 45-year-old woman, like, dancing in slow motion unless she's showing a little nip. Like, are you allowed to? It is this thing that the kids. And you think, oh, you think you're 10? And who do you think is watching you dance in slow motion? This is gross. Who are these people? Um, your next comedian, a super funny guy, he's going to make you laugh. Put your hands together for Sam Carroll. Yay! You guys essential workers, make some noise if you're an essential worker. Do it now. You're an essential worker? None of you are essential workers? How can you afford to be here right now? Drinking your smart waters and your Elysian 8% and your LaCroix. That's his LaCroix. He's funding this whole operation. Right, you're a comedian too, right? Yeah. You're paying your friends to come see you. I don't hate it. To bring a show, a spender show. Uh, no essential workers. Non-essential workers? Make some noise for the essential workers in the crowd. Us, aka us. Thank you. Thank you. In all seriousness, I got arrested by a crooked cop. He had scoliosis. <laughs> Thank you. That means a lot to me coming from another comic. It would mean a lot more if you weren't on your phone right now, though. <laughs> yeah, are you? Mauricio, check that for me. Is your camera phone open? It's not what is open. Read, read to me what's on the screen. It's her set list. She's thinking about what she's going to say while I'm talking. That's exactly what every comic does all the time. I respect it. I just said I respect it, but you didn't hear that because you were looking at your set list. You have no honor. Actually, I already have no ego, so I won't be happy about it. That kind of thing doesn't make me happy. I've moved on to the next realm of consciousness. Pretentious jokes. Pretentious jokes. <laughs> jokes that have a pretense. No, in all seriousness, though, sometimes I like to leave my baby in the car and tape a sign to the window that says nothing valuable inside. Thank you, dude. That means a lot to me coming from an audience member such as yourself. Um, I was a masseuse before COVID. Masseuse, massager, whatever you want to call it. Then COVID happens and an electric massager robot stole my job and had sex with my wife. Hey, dude. 
Yeah, you're goddamn right it's your bad. Take a lap. I'm actually not in a very good mood. I just found out my mother has type 1 autoerotic anaphylaxis. She's got a peanut butter allergy and a peanut allergy. She likes to masturbate and eat peanut butter sandwiches. It causes her to go into an anaphylactic shock, and then she masturbates before she passes out because of the oxygen deprivation to her brain. It gives her a more intense orgasm. I said, Mom, what do you like so much about that? She said, the way it feels. One time I walked in on my mom uh, masturbating, eating a whole bunch of peanut butter sandwiches. I said, Mom, put the car in park. Uh, did I mention my mom likes to masturbate and eat peanut butter sandwiches? No? All right. My sister and I flew home for the holidays, and we walk, walked in the door. And the first thing my mom says, my mom's actually in the audience. Give it up for uh, my mom. My mo first thing my mom says when my, me and my sister walk in the door is, when am I getting grandchildren out of you two? And we said, Mom, if, if we did that, they'd probably come out fucked up. <laughs> I actually got more than one sister. One time one of my sisters was in the audience. She said, you shouldn't do that joke. It sucks. I said, that one's not about you. <laughs> my sister works as a teacher. She gets no money. Just like as it is with these jobs in America, like a suicide hotline. You know how much those guys get paid? Nothing. They're saving people's lives. Imagine if they got commission. <laughs> that would be insane, I think. I think people would resort to just bribing the guy on the other end to save his own life. It's like advertising it, like it was a product he couldn't live without. <laughs> I was watching a movie Benjamin Button in reverse the other day. He's just ages normally, but backwards in time. <laughs> the final scene is uh, he crawls into his mother's vagina to die. <laughs> it's gripping. <laughs> I think I'm a pretty good guy. On Sundays, I like to go around and collect the parking tickets off people's cars. <laughs> Thank you. Is it my clit? No, you were doing so well and Yay, Sam, yay. No, he was he was killing it. I was like I was like I looked at the clock and I was like, he's only done five minutes. I hope he does more. And then he just he was like, No, 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 everybody laughed really hard at those last two jokes and that was great. Yay, Sam, yay. Hey, hey, and Blanche. Right? Did they get the dog's name right? cool dog people are fine is your phone okay phones are like babies if you drop them they will break <laughs> that's just how like in the weirdest ways don't drop a baby right yeah i have i still i don't need an iud anymore because i'm going through many paws and they are many paws ugh, men uh, paws and they should pull it out or whatever but i haven't done it yet because i'm lazy and i'm afraid to go to the hospital but it is um a copper copper pool sweeper in my uterus that keeps out all the dead babies. Yay. 
because abortions are only fun because of the midazolam. Does anyone else like benzodiazepines? Just me? I mean, all right. Midazolam is the name of a real drug. It is awesome. <laughs> if you can get it. Short-lived, fast-acting. Your next comedian. That might... <laughs> sure, no, I'm sure... That was the wrong way to introduce our next comedian. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say his name. Everybody put your hands together for Rob Edwards. Yay! There it is. What's happening? How y'all doing? Good, good. I don't expect this joke to work, but I'm going to try it anyway. Let's see. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so it's kind of hard dating out here. Uh, you know, most of the girls out here are woke, and, you know, I'm not, so it, it tends to be problematic sometimes, you know. Because I get in situations where they'll be talking about something, and I'll be like, please, God, don't ask me what I think. I, I won't tell you, but you just don't ask me, and we won't have a problem, you know. What happened last week... <laughs> What happened last week was uh, there was a post with uh, on like social media and it had Sue Bird on it. And y'all know who Sue Bird is? A couple of you, basketball for three. Okay, cool. Uh, and they were talking about what she gets paid compared to LeBron James. Yeah, and you know, you know, I was like, all right, just just don't don't look at don't make eye contact, and she won't say anything. She won't she won't ask me what I think about it. She won't ask me what I think, and. Lord, she did. She ended up asking me, so what do you think, what do you think about this? And I, I didn't know how to explain it to her without sounding like an asshole. I really didn't. But I tried. I did. It, it didn't work out, but I tried. All right. So basically I was like, uh, all right, so who's the greatest basketball player of all time? It's Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, right? What was his nickname? The, uh, the jump man. The jump man because he would jump so high and he would, you know, float and dunk, you know. Dunking's a big part of basketball. If you're not dunking, it's almost hard to watch. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and that's his name. His name was the Jump Man. So my question to her was, who is the Jump Woman? You know, it's a hard question. It's a tough question, but you got to think about it. There, there isn't one. There isn't a Jump Woman. There isn't a Hop Woman. There isn't a Skip Woman. There, there just isn't. There isn't. You know, that's the tough thing to hear, but it's the truth. Yeah. But I told her this, there is hope because no fear, have no fear there, trans women are here. You know what I mean? So eventually, there might be a jump trans woman. You know what I mean? If you keep letting them play basketball with you, you'll eventually get one. Can you see the logo, the, the jump man logo with a trans woman? Can you see it? Visualize it. Don't do it. It's too much. Is it too I'm, I'm going to go there. I'm already in. I'm already there. So it'll be the jump man logo with, you know, a ponytail some tits, and then from the bottom, you'll see like a dick falling to the ground. That's not, yeah. That actually did a lot better than I thought it was going to do. You know, this is San Francisco. I was not, I was not expecting laughs on that. All right, cool. That's, that's good to know. All right, so some other stupid jokes. What else do I got? You know, I have red flags now when I'm dating people. You know, I didn't used to. I used to just do whatever my dick told me to do. Can I say dick? I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I have red flags now, you know? You, know, you ever, you know, you ever met somebody with so many red flags, you start to wonder where the roller coasters are? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, am I at least getting some cotton candy out of this? Why are you being so difficult, you know? 
right. Let's see what else I got. Uh, let me see. I'll just do an old joke, I guess. Um, so one thing I learned growing, I grew up in a bunch of different, grew up in a bunch of different places. And so I learned about like culture shock and like, you know, being around people you weren't, you know, raised around or whatever. You know, and I learned because I used to live in a place where there was mostly white people that you can't always, it's not always racism. Sometimes it's ignorance. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just don't know because you've never been around people. I've had a situation like that in my own life. Uh, when I first time, like I wasn't raised around like Indian people. I mean like Desi, not Native American. And so I didn't grow up watching people do this when they're talking. And that, and that really threw me off. I didn't know what to do when I first time I saw it. All right. The only time I ever seen it was on Street Fighter, the video game, Street Fighter. You, you remember that? You know what I mean? And you know what he would do after he would do that? He would spit fire and beat the shit out of people. So I, I didn't know what to do. I got defensive. It kind of turned into like a hate crime. I, you know, I was just confused and scared. I was, I don't hate Indian people. I really don't. All right. Uh, Go ahead, request. BDE. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm tired all the time, right? Always tired, you know. Which it didn't didn't it doesn't make sense to me because I don't. People say stuff like BDE. You know what I mean? Like big dick energy. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. I'm exhausted all the time. It, it's it, it's not a real thing. It doesn't exist. You know, I'm starting to think maybe, you know, I'm just using it wrong. It didn't come with a manual. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, is this some kind of renewable resource? I'm supposed to leave it out all day like a sun panel or, or like, you know? But bring it out on a windy day like this and let it spin around like a windmill. You know, something. <laughs> I just, I'm so tired all the time. I just, I don't know, I need instructions. Maybe I don't have the right charger or I don't know. I just want to get to the point where I can power my AC with it because it's starting to get hot, so I can bring the electric bill down a little bit. But, you know, uh, yeah, I'm good with that, Pam. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about the dead air. Yay! Rob Edwards! Hooray! Um, yeah, no, I'm going to put you on the thing. Oh, I just don't remember who's next. Uh, Christy, look at the thingy after Rob. Your phone. Wait, what was it? Say that name in English? What are your, your Egyptian words? I couldn't understand that. Oh, Dane! Oh, my God! Your next comedian, he comes all the way from Sacramento. He's such a doll. And uh, he's a wonderful human being. And you're going to love him right now. Put your hands together for Dane Nichols. Yay! Can you use Dane Nichols in a sentence, please? <laughs> I'm performing. I'm performing. <laughs> uh, I can't believe it's shameful that I'm from Wisconsin and I'm handling this cold so poorly. <laughs> but I, I do think I've fully transformed into a coastal elitist because I was just thinking the other day, if I was ugly and poor, I'd kill myself. That, 
that's knows that <laughs> whoops that's not a joke <laughs> um but uh <laughs> whoops no jokes it's like oops all berries <laughs> that's my set <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um so uh you know I I try to be reasonably uh woke in all the like implicit messaging of what I say. I try to be like reasonably conscious with my language, you know, but I can just I just cannot shake uh girls from my vocabulary the way I need to. Like I keep I I need to stop infantilizing women, but in my brain all day long it's just 80s metal bands. It's just girls it's fucked like Molly Crew needs to get the fuck out of my brain oh, my bad <laughs> uh, I said that so much louder than like 90% of the words I say too <laughs> uh, oh dear <laughs> um, okay uh, I think I uh, I need to hire a lawyer but not because I'm going to court or anything like that just um like a six foot five like hunk to cradle me to sleep at night you know or like a you know <laughs> big curvy latina or something you know it's it's your lawyer it's um, it's the almighty dollar you know once it's you once you pay for the lawyer it's your you know you get it um i uh i go to school uh it's uh something they make us uh, i'm in a film class and uh dude professor man makes us uh do discussion boards with each other he makes us discuss with our fellow students something that we ordinarily might do just because we want to just because they're our peers you know i i, I we get to be forced to so what ends up happening is that we'll be talking about like some movie and i'll be like I'll, it, it just as though i have a gun to my head like yeah michael Casablanca was good. Yep, that I'm so happy that we got to have this conversation. <laughs> um, and stu oh my God, some of the kids just do not care at all. This one kid, uh, we watched Schindler's List the other day, and this one kid had like a one sentence long review. He was just like, "Oh yeah, Liam Neeson is great." And I'm like, "Really? It's the <laughs> Schindler's List, and you can only come up with one sentence. You you couldn't be bothered to any, you know?" And uh, yeah. I, guys, I'm. I'll be honest with you. I'm chopped. I'm really. Uh, do they? Is that word in on the West Coast chopped? All right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm from Wisconsin. Were you paying attention? You don't pay attention. <laughs> you need to learn to pay attention. All right. <laughs> it's a real problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, I'm about to. <laughs> I'm about to ask each and every I'm about to ask each and every one of you where you come from. This is going about to be a crowd work, <laughs> some hardcore crowd work. Yeah. Um All right. Well, it's been a long year, you know. Uh life is balls. We we we're all, we're all looking for excuses or, you know, opportunities to uh, feel that, you know, sort of joy, I think you call it, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> endorphins. And uh, and and there was just, uh, sometimes I think back and I remember, you know, childhood, the ice cream truck used to roll through town and it was, it was great. You just have that moment of pure anticipation where you knew that you were going to get, you know, a treat. And uh, I, I, I kind of got a little taste of that when I lived in L.A. recently because they didn't have an ice cream truck. But L.A. has a lot of homeless prostitutes that ride around and play music on their boomboxes to advertise their services. So I'd hear, like, California, 
knows how to party, and I'd be like, oh boy, I'm gonna go get my dick sucked. I mean, it just felt like Christmas morning, <laughs> you know? Oh, man. <laughs> I, uh, our whole family used to just, you know, give each other a head all, all morning long Christmas morning. It's, uh, <laughs> probably won't do that today. <laughs> um, right on. <laughs> right on, right on. <laughs> um, she, uh, I uh, get nervous when I buy Old Spice body wash with pretentious names because I think the cashier might be writing stand-up comedy about me. <laughs> In my worst nightmares, Emily from Walgreens is crushing with, you will not believe the guys who buy swagger. <laughs> they are lying to themselves. <laughs> Fuck you, Emily. Let me believe that I can buy swagger. <laughs> I've just started going to Walgreens and along with my swagger buying a bunch of like, Magnum condoms and like <laughs> construction tools to just be like, see, see, I, I do have swagger, see? <laughs> it's really costing me a lot of money. It's a problem, actually. You need to keep me away from, uh <laughs> Emily's already filed a restraining order. We're fine. <laughs> uh, um, I, uh, I, I need to remember my, my jokes. At least one more. Uh, <laughs> what do you look like? Wait, oh, uh, uh, all right. Uh, Pam uh, says I look like uh, Keanu Reeves' autistic son, <laughs> and uh, it's very kind, very charitable of you, Pam. <laughs> um, uh, did you? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Well, I don't know. I have. I uh, so okay. Here, w speaking of uh, autism, here I'll do a joke that I retired. I'll, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring a joke back, and d you guys tell me if it's. Tell me if this is good. Um, so you're supposed to be able to talk. Talk. Talk to your doctor. You're supposed to be able to talk to your doctor about anything, right? Well, I I have a problem with my doctor in terms of like, you know, just boundaries, because I thought I could trust my doctor as a friend and tell him that I like to shove burgers up my ass. And then he went and diagnosed me with Asperger's. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Uh, oh, my bad. <laughs> like I said, I've chopped. All right, I need to go on a timeout. Can you, can I, or what, one minute? All right, all right, nice. Fel all right, F heck yeah. Dog, <laughs> one minute. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that video of uh, Green Day performing at the, this is just me talking to you guys like my friends now. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that video of Green Day performing at the iHeartRadio Awards and they get, they get their, their set gets cut short from like 20 minutes to one minute and then Billy Joe Armstrong just freaks out and starts smashing his guitar. Look it up, it's hilarious. It is uh, one of the top uh, public meltdowns of all time. It's fantastic. All right. Joke. <laughs> Back to business. <laughs> um, do you guys ever see that uh, warning before Adult Swim shows that's like, the following is for mature audiences only? Yeah. How do they manage to make the term mature audiences mean exactly the opposite of what that means? Right? Like, I get the need for a warning, but really, are we calling South, are we saying South Park is mature audiences? Do, really, Cartman draws a mature viewership? I'm certain, yeah. Right. <laughs> but what if one time they played that warning and then turned on, like, Citizen Kane or something? 
all the stoned college kids would be like, whoa, this really is mature content. I do not understand this at all. <laughs> Rosebud. Are you happy, Pam? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Keep it going for Pam. Jay Nichols, everyone, yay! Extra larger, too tight. Jay Nichols, everyone, yay! That was lovely. Um, God, I had, and I thought, oh, I know what it is. I need you like Ben Affleck needs acting school. And that's an awful lot, girl. I need you like Cuba Gooding needed a bigger part. He's way better than Ben Affleck and now. This is the song from from the it was the, the South Park guys made the Team America World Police. And it's the song that's about it's so good. It's so good. It's one of my favorite karaoke songs. <laughs> so good. It, See, now you're gonna, it's gonna be in your head. They're just such good songwriters. How do they do that? Okay, we have so many comedians and it's so much fun and I'm having a good time too. No, no, run in, absolutely. There's a potty inside with actual toilet paper. We can avoid, afford, avoid. We can afford toilet paper now at Muni Radio. Wow! And even like napkins, even things after you wash your hands, like we used to not have paper products, but now we do. <gasps> Thanks to everyone's donations, it's so great. <laughs> I had to bring your own rag, <laughs> which which reminds me, my favorite, um, my my favorite federal crime is stealing other people's mail. And this one time, this one time, I stole. <laughs> I live in an apartment complex, so there was a there was a thing up on the corner that had been there for like two weeks. And I'm like, I am taking this, and so I opened it up, and it was like baby bibs and like onesies for babies. And I was like, what am I gonna do with these? But I'm, you know, I. I use everything, so I turned them into period pads. Like I made, I had baby bib blood diapers. No, <laughs> literally, I turned, I just, before thinks, remember now everyone's like, oh, just bleed into your pants all the time. I was using baby bibs. <laughs> and I washed them. Cool. <laughs> I only, it's only because I used to have one of those moon cups, but the handle fell off. And uh, that was a nightmare. I almost had to go to the hospital. It was, <laughs> it was terrible. He got stuck. It's a story from another time. Your next comedian, he smokes. Where's Mr. Weed? Mr. Weed. He's. Oh, there he is. He was hiding behind the car, probably smoking weed. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Mr. Weed. Yay! Is this on? Okay, a lot of you probably haven't seen me, so I want to start off with something serious about myself, something personal that I learned from COVID. It turns out that I uh, look less sinister with my mask off than when I do with the on. so we're gonna take a vote, okay? Creepy, less creepy. <laughs> creepy, less creepy. So I'm new to comedy. I woke up one morning and realized my self-esteem wasn't low enough, so I get into comedy. Uh, I figured if I could just make one person laugh, 
then my life would have meaning, right? So seriously, one of you motherfuckers better laugh tonight. No Otherwise, oh, oh, really? No one of you, can we, can we spell? Yeah. One of you kind people uh, better laugh tonight. So seriously, I got into comedy because I, I want to meet girls with granddaddy issues. Let that sink in, okay. Now I can turn my mic, uh, my recorder on. I don't want my wife to hear that last joke. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Okay. Um, how many in the dating game? Anybody? Nobody's dating? I mean, you are? <laughs> they got all these new rules. <laughs> One person. No, I shouldn't know my audience. I'm sorry, but I'm practicing up for my show next week. We got all these new rules about dating, right? You need permission for this, you need consent for that, right? <laughs> when I was your age, we had one rule. If she gave you a blowjob on the first date, you married her the next day. Only to find out that was the last blowjob you got. <laughs> See, he gets me. <laughs> one hand clapping, right? So married 30 years, yeah. right? We got married on July 20th. Anybody, you know what the July 20th also is no, known for? The moon landing. So, yeah, they, Pam. None of these people knew about the moon landing. Exactly. So I figured I got a, a spiritual connection with the moon. That's the day we both got our rocks off. <laughs> so, um, if you've ever been in long-term relationships, long-term relationships, you're going to find out certain conventions go by the wayside. Uh, you know, things get to be comfortable, let's say. <laughs> so, um, we no longer have foreplay. We have poor play. She says, pour me another drink so I can get in the mood. <laughs> so I figured I'd spice it up in the bedroom. I'd light, I'd light a candle, not for the ambiance, but to cover my farts. <laughs> my farts, not her farts. She doesn't fart. Now, personally, I don't think I can trust a woman that doesn't fart. You never know what else they're holding back on, right? So I figured I'd, I'd get one of you guys. One, you saved me. Oh, I'm so dry. Um, so I, my first career was uh, in the criminal justice system. And when that comes up in a conversation, uh, I talk about what causes cr crime and delinquency. And um, I give my opinion. I believe it's the parents. Anybody else feel me on that? Nobody? Especially the father. If he would have just pulled out two seconds earlier, we wouldn't have these issues. How many, where's my light person? <laughs> okay. okay, all right. I'm used to talking into the bottle. <laughs> We all know you have your shortcomings. <laughs> 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 no, Mauricio, 
this is comedy. Can you believe Mauricio and I was talking about that earlier? This is a fucking comedy in 2021, you know. Street corners. <laughs> in fact, I was watching a TV show earlier, and they talk about, you know, eating ass is the new thing. Oh, I think it was that Highway Patrol thing with Michael Pignon. Uh, eating ass was the topic of the day. <laughs> Those are, those are Mauricio's stepkids over there. <laughs> Let them by. <laughs> so when I was first doing comedy a couple of years ago, I mean, that was the biggest killer of the night, somebody talking about eating ass, right? And I got up and I said, Johnny Carson would be turning over his grave if he realized that's where comedy devolved to, right? The biggest line of the night is eating ass. Well, it did happen to me once. <laughs> So back in the day, oh, okay, so all right, I'll do this bit. Weed is my last name. That's for real. That's not a stage name. My dad gave me two things in life to serve me well. One was a good butt kicking. Anybody else feel me on that one? Nobody? Okay, all right. And would you agree the rest of these are these spoiled, entitled, privileged little shits? <laughs> See, he's, he's the only one laughing. <laughs> they know it fits. <laughs> They're not going to laugh. <laughs> so I'm one of 11 kids. Give it up for the Catholics. So uh, corporal punishment was my dad's way of crowd control. And he gave me my last name. Uh, didn't start out so good. I was bullied in, high, in school on the school ground. They said, back in the 1900s, if you looked up weed in the dictionary, it would say unwanted flower. So these people say, hey, weed, you're an unwanted flower. Now in fucking 2020, 2021, they say, hey, weed, do you have any flower? Okay, I'm going to end on that one. Hey, Mr. Weed, everyone. Yay! I used to get mad at Mac's boyfriend. I was like, you never bring me flowers. But then I realized he was a pot farmer and he brought me flowers every day. <laughs> I'm the jerk in this relationship. <laughs> he brought me flowers every day. And I was like, you gave me flowers. He said, I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, your next comedian. She's just a lovely human being and she's just shown up on the scene and she's a, she's a star. She's a maven. She's burning in the firmament. Put your hands together, everyone, for Christy Bona. Yay! Talk about over-promising and under-delivering. Pamela! Burning in the firmament. Does that mean that I'm just like an old rock? That tracks. That's fine. Um, so I feel like my COVID jingle that I've made up for myself is uh I've been living on a diet of corn nuts and rage <laughs> and I just ran out of corn nuts <sighs> that's I've just been basically fueled by rage for the last year and a half like this is the only fucking thing rage and fear and then once I stop being afraid of like the consequence, yeah, you, you got me right. Like you're once you stop being afraid of the consequences of like just not doing a good job at work or like whatever, you're like, oh shit, you forget how much you were really powered by fear. And then all there is is rage. I mean, where else are you gonna get your motivation? 
Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I really targeted you for that question. You looked like you looked like a life coach that you could like help me <laughs> in a good way. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. I mean, what a weird freaking seat. I said freaking. Yeah. It's 2001. Um, so I've been having a wild time on the dating apps. Anyone on the Z apps? No? Oh, this man. Yeah? Which apps? Okay, well, <laughs> okay, well, that's not my business. I'm not a marriage counselor, and I'm on, but I'm still on the clock. You owe me two hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, it's not going very well because I flirt like I'm the sole woman in a 1940s newsroom. I'm like, say ya, fellas, you look great. That pickup line is so stale. You can take it to the park and feed the ducks. <laughs> you see. I'll tell you what's what. I'll butter your bread. <laughs> like, is that a threat? Like, I don't know. Find out. Just like, I don't know if I'm gonna get hit on or just hit. Uh, it's fine. I once started a Bumble message with the word "pray tell." <laughs> he didn't respond, and I'm like, "Pray tell, sir. Why didn't you just respond?" <laughs> I don't know. Like, the, the best thing, it's like texting someone, are you ghosting me? Why did you kick me under the table? It's the least subtle fucking thing you can ever do. Ah, yep, that was my number one. That was my, that was my first and last F-bomb. So, yeah, so dating apps, not, not doing super well on those. Um, I once, the last actual date I did go on was uh, a year ago. Guy had just gotten his Ancestry.com results back. He was super, super excited about how diverse he was. He was like, yeah, I got DNA from everywhere. Name a region, name a region. It's like, uh, Southeast Asia. He said, name another region. <laughs> so, okay, it's a pretty big region to exclude, sir. Again, over-promising and under-delivering. It's fine. I don't know why, why you're bragging about that. Like, tell me a fantastical Tolkien tale about how white you are. Like, my great-great-grandfather was an egg-white omelette. <laughs> His mother was a piece of vintage lace. Get off your phone. <laughs> you dumb bitch. I'm sorry, if hypocrisy became a person, it's Sam. It's all good. Uh, and you know, this person's grandmother was uh, just a white sheet with two eye holes. So, you know, it's cool, that's, that's, she was at, no, 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 I, it was the joke you weren't listening to. <laughs> yeah, listen to the, if you don't wanna be the punchline, tune in for the setup, okay, Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm excited about this dog that just showed up. Um, it's fine. So, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really, sorry, for whatever reason. So, I'll tell you what. Um, that's a good actual, can you write that down so that I always remember that as a transition? All right, it's, it's good, it's good, it's good. Um, yeah, it's a good segue into my next topic, the Suez Canal. 
You fan? Is that you meet the Suez Canal on the dating app that you're on? That you're not on? You know, do you know about this? Okay. Wow. Oh man. I <laughs> I sorry. I wanted to ask seven hundred questions, um, but then I realized like I c I'll catch you offline. I'll ping you. I'll pick your brain. Um, yeah, the Suez Canal, my people. Uh, I'm Egyptian. We are just, uh, I'm not going to lie, we're not logistics people, okay? <laughs> we're history, we're culture, we're food, we're everything. But we're, we're definitely not logistics people. Um, case in point, uh, I asked my dad, like, Dad, aren't you mad that all of our shit is in the British Museum? Like, all of our cultural heritage he's like <sighs> frankly not really the brits will take better care of it than we will and i was like you know what that's true we're bad at you know we're good at embalming bad at preserving <laughs> and it's it's just it's true it's like every i'm mad that the british museum has so much of our culture and heritage but i'm also like yeah no you guys got temp control you guys will do uh, you know I was in, true story, I was in Egypt in a few years ago, and you could just get past the velvet rope where you're not supposed to have any interaction with the ancient art if you just, like, slip the guy a 20. And that's how, th that's how it is. One minute, she's telling me. Um, <laughs> the inner monologue. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. That was, and that's how the Suez Canal was built. Um... So, I'll leave you with this. I recently learned that, has anyone heard, heard a show of claps? The movie 12 Angry Men. 12 Angry Men. The quintessential narrative about jury deliberations in our culture. 12 Angry Men. People do not realize that this 1957 movie was called 12 Angry Men because women didn't have the right to serve on juries yet. 12 angry men. And, and if they could make that movie with an all-female jury, it would be more hysterical bitches than I care to count. <laughs> all right, guys, thanks. Christy Bonner, everyone, yay! Ending on a feminist joke, like... Like a champion. That was, that was lovely. Knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. Oh, that was my, un that was my one F-swear. I did it on purpose, too. I'm sorry, neighbors. Ah. Look at the sun's going down. Everybody uh, appreciate the majesty and the wonderment. Uh, of your next comedian, clap your hands together, everybody, for Mauricio. Yay! to Oregon, man. Hell yeah, man. My people are in, on the crowd, right? Tight, man. I'm just going to assume that you're half Mexican, so we really relate, you know? Uh, one thing I like to talk about is, uh, yeah, my name is Mauricio. If I crush it, my name is Mauricio. If I fail a little bit, it's Mr. Weeds. You can find me on Instagram, you know? Like, you know how we do it, man. We go crazy. Uh, one thing I like to talk about, man, is like sometimes I just want to quit stand-up comedy, man. It's like I realize what my goal is, and I don't want to be like this like sitcom, famous, pretentious mother, like, 
right, there you go. I want to be like this pretentious guy, right? I realized that like my goal is like, I don't want an Oscar, I don't want a sitcom, none of these things. I realized that my goal is 10 times harder and I should quit right now. You know what my goal is with stand-up comedy? Is I want cholos to paint me on the hood of the lowrider. And you know how hard that like goal is? Because my competition is literally Selena, the Virgin Mary, and Jesus Christ, you know? <laughs> like, whoa, man, that's a tough one. I had some of my homies in uh, SoCal, they're like, hey, vato, like, I love you, Mauricio, you're very funny, but you ain't my lord and savior, okay? You know? And they're like, you don't walk on water? I was like, I never avoid a puddle. <laughs> and they're like, that's it, we're going to, like, get out of my house. <laughs> like, uh, good stuff, you know? Uh, yeah, man, it's like I got to figure out my visions, my goals. Uh, I got a lot of time to think about my goals in uh, Vegas jail. There you go. I was in Vegas jail, guys. I like that white people get mad, and I'm like, man, I had a great time in jail, you know? I like the older white people. I was like, don't tell the kids that. It's not a good time. I was like, I had a great time. A, I wasn't a minority anymore, right? That was awesome, right? <laughs> and the three white kids with, like, green hair were always scared of us, man. It was awesome, you know? I always like how you do it, man. It's like I rolled in. I was like, hey, who's who's from SoCal? Like, I am. I was like, all right. I got your back, man. <laughs> uh, one thing I love talking about is uh, I got to – the thing I love about Jill the most is, like, I had an audience that was forced to listen to my jokes, man. That was crazy, man. Yeah. I told jokes in jail, man. That's crazy. I like that, like, some of them were like, all right, man, if you're not funny, we're jumping you next to the sink. Needless to say that I killed it. And I ended up getting a blowjob, man. It was awesome, man. I killed it, man. Yeah, I did it, man. <laughs> that was my time in jail, you know? Yeah, good stuff, man. I like when people are like, are you scared of jail? It's like, not as long as Mexicans are getting caught for cocaine. Like, yeah, it's like a second home, man, you know? That's all it is, man. That's what it is. I like that I met some strong friendships in there, man. Shout out to Cell Block 3. Hell yeah, man, you know? I like that uh, one guy was like, you are funny, man. We were brothers, man. We got through this together. Are you going to remember me on the outside? I was like, not at all, man. <laughs> And I was like, my name's Mr. Weeds. <laughs> yeah, I do stand-up in San Francisco, you know? Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, thanks, thanks, Mom. Wow, all right. Yeah. I don't need your cheering section, man. I just need my hatred for Adam Close, man. That's what's keeping me focused, man. That's all it is. That's all it is. Hate, man. Use the hate, you know? Uh, one thing that's like, I've been contemplating my brain right now, man. It's like a kind of religious. I am a religi religious person. People think I'm like lying about this. I go to church. I go to Buddhist temples, man. The one thing that I can't stand is that Americans need to start telling everybody that you're not good at spirituality, all right? Like, if like you do yoga and you like wear like the tightest yoga pants and your yoga mat, like mat, costs like $80, spoiler alert, you're going to hell, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I hate that my Buddhist temple got invaded by all these like hot women with the hot yoga pants, right? And it's like it's getting hard to focus, right? Or like some girls like like lean in like right in front of me and stuff. And I'm just trying to find Nirvana, right? You know, like I do, right? And then like it's just, it's just like all right, man, I gotta get this out out of my system. So I literally went into the bathroom and jacked off in a Buddhist temple, man. It was messed up, right? The thing that sucked about it though is that they had a, like, a poster of Buddha. I jacked off to Buddha. I'm like whoa, man, this is insane, you know? But, like, he has the softest nipples out of all the prophets, so it's like, I'm still all man, all right? Yeah, shout out to Portland, you know? Go Blazers. <laughs> one thing I like to talk about, too, is uh, I offended Christians on the Internet. Like, uh, one thing, I love the whole Jesus thing, right? It's like, uh, I always thought about this, and this is one of my favorite things. I thought of, like, a little scenario. Like, if you had a time machine, like, who would be, like, the person to bring you the most trouble as a drinking buddy, right? 
like Jesus, right? Like I'd be like, hey, like if I travel back in time, you know, like like to try to help him, like to kind of warn him what's gonna happen. Like, but he cuts it in. He's like, I'm the Omega, I'm the Alpha. There's nobody after me, right? I'm like, look, man, Jesus, I love you. You're my boy, and I love wine as much as the next person. But those centurion guards are looking at our table really weird, man. All right. Like, I don't want to get 86 from this bar, you know? Because <laughs> if we get 86 from this bar, they're putting us on a cross, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not going down for that, man. Uh, I let a little bit inside me in this time machine scenario. I was like, man, let me take you back to my time. They're going to kill you, man. But I was like, wait, there's these Christian guys called Trump supporters. They'll kill you, too. Ooh, that's a thinker joke. Sorry, guys, I'm also from Seattle. We do this thing called reading. That they don't do here in the Bay Area. They're so scared of education in the Bay Area. They put Barnes and Noble in Emeryville. So it's like, let me slow this set down for you guys, right? Yeah, right. Thing on. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus, man, that's one of my favorites. Right? I, I like going deep, man, really deep. Uh, I've been uh, writing screenplays now, and I'm actually working with like this little production company. I'm getting mentored by like a movie filmmaker, and I finally wrote a script, man. I've always wanted to do this. All right, I wrote a script about like Big Brother, but with all the profits and how they would get along, like a reality show, right? And I give you all the best prophets, right? I give you Buddha, Muhammad, Lao Tzu from Taoism, right? And I forget the other two, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. But Krishna, right, he's in it, right? They're all in it, you know? Uh, and I wrote the first episode. You guys wanna, want me to take you on this journey? First, like, they have to like live in like a place called like Chicken Alaska, because I think that's like the one food they can all agree on, right? You know, like, because you know, they don't want to be on their turfs. Uh, so episode one is where, uh, Krishna is driving a Dodge Caravan, right? And all the prophets are in there, right? And he's like, guys, all right, here we go. Here's a stoplight, all right? Where are we going to eat, guys? Where are we going to eat? And Jesus is in the back, right? He's just like, I want to drive, man. Why can't I drive? And Krishna's like, I told you, shut up, man. You're drunk, all right? And I told you, it goes from oldest prophet to youngest, all right? Just shut the hell up, all right? I swear to Brahma, Jesus. I swear to Brahma, all right? And he's like, all right, guys, where are we going to go eat, all right? Where are we going to go eat? He's like, Lao Tzu from Taoism. Where do you want to go? He's in the passenger seat, right? He's like, I really think that life works like you're going over a mountain. You follow the flow of the river, and at the very end, you're going to find a place called love. And Krishna's like, left or right, man? Come on, where are we going? Come on, you know, all right? They're starting to honk. What do we do, you know? Come on, guys. Where are we going? Buddha, where do you want to go, all right? And Buddha's like, I told you, man, I can't eat anything because I'm looking for nirvana and inner peace. And like, Krishna's like, I swear to Brahma, if you die on her couch, man, I swear, like, just eat something. Like, where do we go? Muhammad, where do you want to go? He's like, I don't care where we go, but I can't be seen by anybody. <laughs> Krishna's like, come on, man, come on. You better start taking that blanket off your head, man, all right? We need to see your face if we're going to trust you, man. We're all roommates. Where are we going for the life of God? They're starting to honk. And they're like, and then they end up at IHOP with Tutti Frutti pancakes, you know? And like Chris is just looking at Buddha like, I swear to Brahma, take a bite, take a bite. And that's episode one, right? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll leave you guys on episode two. Uh, one of my favorites uh, like with episode two, right? Uh, the one that I came up with on that one was the fact that like Buddha is trying to find enlightenment. Like now he's focused, right? He's shaved head, he's like getting thin, he's out on the tree, underneath the tree in the backyard. And then Lao, Lao Tzu from Taoism is like, Krishna, look at this through the window. Look what Buddha's doing. He's like, what is he doing? He's like, get this, he's looking for enlightenment. <laughs> and then Krishna opens the window. He's like, that's not how you do it, man, all right? 
You're just sleeping under that tree. You're not even doing yoga. Come on, you know? You know, you can find us help find enlightenment in this house. Pay your child support, right? So that chick stops calling at 3 a.m. That's episode two. <laughs> All right. Uh, my name is Mr. Weeds. Thank you. There it is, yay! Mauricio, everyone, hooray! He understands gods. Good. There is only one god, and he is the sun god. Ra, ra, ra! I used to be a cheerleader for God. Thank you. Yeah. Your next comedian is gonna come up and kill it right now. Put your hands together for Brian, yay! Um, so. All right, thank you, I need that. Um, I'm gonna take my mask off, it's cool though, I just got COVID tested over at uh, Dignity Health, which is my favorite healthcare provider because they let you keep your dignity. You know, no anal swab tests there. But yeah, I mean, really, like, what, what's the alternative to Dignity Health? Like, is there a humiliation health where, you know, thank you patients of Humility Health, this is Dr. Steve, you know, we just got the, the test results back for Brian over in room seven and um, he has herpes and, uh, uh, um, hemorrhoids, gross. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I would humility. Uh, or sorry, uh, dignity health's great, but I wish there was dignity versions of other things. You know, like maybe dignity mutiny radio. You know, where I could go tell my jokes and keep my dignity. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, so I was, I was driving in the city the other day, and uh, I a cop pulled me over, and he's like, you know why? I pulled you over, and because I, I took a left turn at one of those, you know, Muni only signs, and um, I was like, yeah, Muni only, you know, um, I it's cool. I I identify as Muni, you know. I've been peed on by a drunk guy before. <laughs> you could ride me for two bucks and two quarters. <laughs> <laughs> and so, officer, if you don't mind, would you please step down? <laughs> <laughs> step down, yeah, Muni, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> All right, so um, I uh, one of my shitty high school friends. This this yeah he uh, he posted an Instagram photo with the hashtag no homo. I was like like who the fuck who the hell is oh, sorry who the hell is following this hashtag? You know like guys with repressed homosexuality. It's like oh this shit's fucking hot. This guy's jacked. <laughs> or you know maybe it's. Who else would be following that hashtag? You know, maybe it's the the no homo police for the like. Okay, that's cool. This checks out. That's good. Oh no, wait, that's homo. That's homo. <laughs> Violation. <laughs> uh, so, have you guys heard of the Citizen app? I got the Citizen app recently. It tells you all of like the crime that's happening in your neighborhood. Uh, you don't get the Citizen app. It's it, especially in San Francisco. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of. Uh, Alarming, you know, you'll be walking on the street and it's like a thousand feet away, guy with baseball bat yelling at cars. You're like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you're like, 200 feet away, woman reenacting Macbeth with human skull. <laughs> like, what? Okay. And then, you know, you keep walking and it's like uh, zero feet away, man staring at Citizen App exposing himself. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put this away. <laughs> this. All right, all right, great, great, great. So after that, you know, I decided 
you know, I had to give up my smartphone. This, it was getting it was getting too crazy. You know, I, I decided to do a digital detox, and I gave up all my smart things, my phone, uh, my watch, um, my opinions on uh, current events. Uh, <laughs> but I had to, you know, because it was getting bad. Uh, um, I was checking my phone over a hundred times a day. I thought, you know, I should. What if I checked other things that much? You know, like my privilege. I should. <laughs> That that'd be better than checking my phone a hundred times a day. All right, but so yeah, I got a, I got a flip phone. You know, um, some people's email signature it says uh, sent from my iPhone, and my email signature it says sent from a computer at the San Francisco Public Library, <laughs> next to a guy jerking off, because <laughs> that's what they use those those computers. For, uh, you know, a lot of porn on those computers. Um, uh, but you wouldn't know it looking at me, but actually I have a, my master's from uh, Harvard. Um, it's a, in spelling. Um, ever since I crushed Susie Weatherby in uh, the third grade spelling bee, I knew all I wanted to do with my life was to spell shit professionally. <laughs> you know, uh, I've done a lot in my career. You know, uh, atrophy, I, I spelled that. Um, <laughs> Jack-o-lantern, I put some hyphens in that one. That was good. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, but um, uh, spell check, that was me. Autocorrect, that was me. So when people say, damn you, autocorrect, I'm like, you know, duck you, man. I mean, what did you do with your life? <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, wh what do we got here? So I have a stupid cousin. He, you know, he's like an ignorant, sheltered American kind of guy. Um, and because uh, the pandemic was ending, you know, my family was excited and, you know, we're planning uh, a vacation. He was like, can we take a, a Chinese food airline? And I'm like, what the fuck's a Chinese food airline? So apparently this kid had like um, uh, flown on China Air once and he thought it was like some kind of cool, uh, like joint uh, venture between uh, 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 like Delta and Panda Express or something. All right. <laughs> He's like, everyone on board was Chinese. You know, that's how you know it's good. <laughs> uh, that one needs, needs some work. All right. So um, let's see. Any beads or anal beads if you put them up your ass? <laughs> and I think that's all I got. So, yeah. yeah thanks. Brian, yay! And then yay! Anal beads are exciting and fun. My clit is so big I can use a Cheerio like a cock ring. <laughs> That's real. You're an ex-comedian. Put your hands together, buddy, for Nurek! Yay! Ooh, let's hear it for Pam, everyone. Um, two years ago, she was working that corner, and look how far she came. <laughs> Stole that joke from Mr. Weeds. <laughs> um, uh, I, I heard someone saying the moon landing is fake here. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was in the bathroom. I heard you say. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. Cause like you know, I think they were close. I think they're close to getting there, but th there was a lot of pressure. So they did what my girlfriend did. She, they faked it. <laughs> Um, I, I fell for one of those Nigerian prince scams on the internet last week. Should have known that prince isn't doing a concert in Nigeria. You know, worst part is they stole my identity. 
So now I'm the comedian formerly known as Narek. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I hate it when people say all lives matter, because they don't. You know, like you ever seen a white dude with dreads? <laughs> Who's going to that march? For, for the people listening on the radio, the audience is exclusively white dudes with dreads. Um, <laughs> um, I had my gynecologist appointment earlier this week. It, it was really quick. Uh, my gynecologist's office is it's actually a, a bagel shop and a gynecologist's office in once. In one it, it's called Holes. Um, it's, it's owned by two brothers. One is a you know, obviously Jewish family, you know. Um, one is a doctor and the other one is reminded every day by their mother that the first brother is a doctor. Um, they're, uh, I love it because like you go in there and you can like immediately smell the locks. <laughs> but, uh, but like they have the best schmear in town. I, I love the smoked salmon, the strawberry and the pap. Um, so, <laughs> I've been seeing this girl, um, wait, which, uh, which joke am I doing? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not ready, um, <laughs> no, I'm not ready to put all my eggs in that basket. Uh, then again, I'm not ready if she's ready, not sure she's ready for me to put anything in her egg basket yet, but I, I hope, I was kind of hoping we'd have this figured out by Easter, because, uh. I'm gonna have a huge resurrection otherwise. <laughs> you know, Jesus isn't the only one getting laid. Um, it is it, it <laughs> too soon. <laughs> it's been what? Two th <laughs> um, we do have a lot in common though, because she, she works in wine um, and her work gave her a breathalyzer so she doesn't drink and drive. And I, I also had a judge install a draft breathalyzer on my ignition, so there's a lot in common there. Um, I have been learning a lot about wine. Um, I've learned that 75 grapes makes a glass of wine. Five glasses of wine makes a, a bottle of wine, unless it's a rosé, then it makes a sloppy white girl. Um, eight sloppy white girls make a bachelorette party. Ten bachelorette parties make a Chippendale. And Unless it's Australian varietal of white girls, in which case it's a thunder from down under. Just check. <laughs> That's a good line, you guys. <laughs> um, I um, uh, I we. Now we're just gonna skip that one. <laughs> uh, I I I like football. Um, my favorite team is uh, the Cleveland Browns, and I was watching them recently. They were playing their division rivals, the Board of Education. <laughs> Brown, it's it's a one game. It's a one day game. It's one game they won. You know, um, um, the other team I really like to watch is the uh, the Redskins. You know, because they don't. The I used to like to watch them. They didn't have the best offensive strategy, but they had the most offensive mascot. <laughs> um, I, I heard DiGiorno is uh, coming up. <laughs> well, no, 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 let's see. What Did they have a, <laughs> yeah. 
speaking of transitions, <laughs> um, they, they, they're coming out with a croissant pizza. So I know, it's like finally I can offend my Italian and my French friends at once. <laughs> Before I used to have to ask them what their grandmothers were, or gra grandmother, their grandfathers were doing during World War II. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll do one more joke. Um, so um, I, the Bible says that Mary rode an ass all the way to Bethlehem. I don't think Joseph was allowed to ride that ass though. Uh, I I think it was a friendly donkey though, you know, like I, I I hope Mary had a nice ass, you know? Like if you were walking by you could pet the donkey, you could tap that ass. <laughs> and you know, I heard she once rode the donkey into a cave and got her ass stuck between a rock and a hard place. So then she had to back that ass up. And that's the end of my lame ass joke. And my lame ass set. Narek, yay! Ending on an ass joke, like like a professional. Absolutely, yes. I also love Jesus. I love, no, I do. I love Jesus so much. I had to. I wanted, when I was, no, when I was eight, I wanted an invisible friend that was a cat that was four feet tall, a fuzzy invisible cat. His name was Whiskers. And I was friends with this cat, and it was four feet tall. And my parents were like, no, you can't have an invisible friend, but you can talk to a 33-year-old man with a beard on your bed every night. Yes. So every night I got to hold Jesus' hand and tell him all about the boys that didn't like me. Yay. And everybody wonders why I have a beard fetish. Uh, your next comedian, everybody. I'm going to try to remember. It's Chris Mel. Um, someone look at the book. Christy, look at the book up for me. And, and I'm a terrible, you've got a dog. I know you've got Blanche. I know. It was, and Ryan Miller. Everybody put your hands together right now for Ryan Miller. Oh my God, you were the guy from the place today. Yay. Yeah, so um, there, Mr. Soup. I know we all hit on him. It was so funny. It was a great show because there were all the comedians. Yes, okay, here we go. How's everybody doing? Wait, can I? I can, I can do this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I got some new jokes. New jokes. Uh, no, they're those are even worse. I don't, I don't even know how these ones are. No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was a great, it was a great day uh, earlier in this week, right? We had like those two really warm days. It was like 75 degrees. I went to the park. Everybody and their mother was out. Uh, oh, I forgot. This is San Francisco. Everybody and their daddy was out. Um, I, uh, I'm from BK. I just moved here from San Francisco. I spent quarantine in Brooklyn, which was pretty depressing. That place changed so much. Really does not surprise me they legalized weed or else. They were about to start breaking way, like, way more than just Union Square. Um, Let's see, let's see. Uh, yeah, my, my mental health really hasn't been doing too well during quarantine. I, uh, I'll like, 
go, I'll go outside. I'll call call somebody. I'll just like say, hey, how's it going? And their advice is always the same. They're like, take a break, go outside. You know, just like have a walk, just like you know, have some space. And I'm like, okay, that would be great. that's great advice, but like, I'm already doing all three of those things before I even dialed your number. So, um, let's see, let's see. Um, yeah, during quarantine, you know, you get pretty pretty lonely. Um, oh, I guess they went to smoke some weed or something. Oh, well, you're smoking weed there. Um, oh, oh, is it, it was offensive? Oh, 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 got it, got it. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, you get lo lonely during quarantines. Like, you ever get so lonely you're putting a fitted sheet over your bed and you're like, man, this is the closest I'm going to get tied up all month. Like, oh, no, oh, yeah, me neither, me neither, yeah. I, uh, you ever go to, like, your acupuncturist and you're like, I think we need a safe word. And she's like, do you mind if I just put needles in your back? Yeah, yeah, me neither. I, uh, definitely not me. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, not gonna do that one. Oh, I. Uh, let's see. Sorry, sorry. Um, uh, I wait. Sorry. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I got I got a spam risk the other day. Still chirping on how lonely I am. Um, I got a spam risk, and I was just like, I don't know. Hope they leave a message. It's like sometimes I fuck with them. Oh, oh. sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes I, I like to play with them a little bit, mess with them a little bit. You know, I'm like, no, you hang up. No, you stop. No. Um, I got a, I, liking the the free weed here, uh, or not free weed. Wow, legal weed. That's how high I am. Yeah, yeah. It seems it's a totally different process here, but um. Yeah, I got a transdermal patch the other day. I didn't know if it was like a new low or a new high. <laughs> you know, um, uh, yeah, I had a neighbor that was growing weed over quarantine in her backyard, and uh, her nickname was Pussy Annihilator because she just always wore this T-shirt out back called "Same Pussy Annihilator." And uh, my last week there, I, I thought. Um, I thought she was gonna like move out, or uh, I was moving out. <laughs> um, I was moving out, and um, <laughs> uh, oh, I thought she was kind of putting it on the moose because she told me to deliver something into her room, and then when I got there, she was wearing underwear. And so I was like, okay, this is like that's like some pretty sure sure signs, I, I would think. So I like kind of like moved a little forward, and she's like, oh no 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 no, I, I'm uh, I'm a lesbian. I was like. That that makes sense, yeah. Like her nickname is Pussy Annihilate. She she literally was wearing the shirt actually that day, and she was like, anyways. Um. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm at that sweet spot sweet spot in my um, mental health these days where uh, I have so much depression and ADHD that I'm still able to tell my friends that I'm doing a lot of work but still not able to finish any of it. Um, and um, I thought I had one more, but we'll just leave it at that. Thanks, guys. Ryan Miller from New York, yay! Guests, 
rolling by. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put some lights up so that we can see people if they like that or whatever. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at the lights happening. Yay. Uh, knock, knock. Jesus. I know, did that guy exist or what? <laughs> like, is he? I know we've been talking about Jesus all night, but is he a real guy? Did he write the Bible? What's up with that? I don't know. Jesus. He's a good guy. Is he okay? Jesus is fine. We're all good with Jesus. His birthday is tomorrow. No, the day he resurrected. I'm sorry. His birthday, I guess, is on Christmas, but it really was in April. It doesn't matter. It's fine. None of us believe it. I can't do any Bible jokes here because no one reads the Bible. <laughs> so, it's, oh my God, I got some great Esther Ruth jokes about feminism, but I can't without a TED Talk, you know, before the beginning of the joke. Uh, I have no idea who's next. All right, let me look. I can't see that far. Someone do it me a solid and put that close to my face. Thanks, Narek. That's great. All right, your next comedian is going to make you laugh. Everybody put your hands together. Oh, my God, it's so great. He's he's right now, like, he looks, he's a shaman. <laughs> look at him. He's a shaman. He's got a dog on the inside. He just burnt the dog, everybody. Put your hands together for Adam Close. Yay! All right, Adam Close, it's true. The rumors are true. I was wearing a blanket earlier. <laughs> well, none of this works. I don't know. <sighs> this was all, all set up and ready to go, and now it's an iOS failure. I hate when you're going somewhere on the airplane and people are like, have a safe flight. And you're like, dude, I'm going to eat Xanax. I'll not be flying the plane at all. <laughs> what do you mean, have a safe flight? I'll have no influence over the takeoff nor landing. I'll be high. <laughs> cool. You remember in Mighty Ducks 3 when uh, they were hazing the freshmen? And the freshmen were like, one of them quit. And they were all like insecure about their hockey talents. Had that been me, I'd have been like, bitch, I'm, Car I'm Charlie Conway. I'm a two-time international games champion. You better put some respect on my name and catch this deke. In the movie, he had a move called a deke. Speaking of movies, you know like that old, that old baloney when uh, the dude will get pulled over and he'll turn to his friend as they're getting pulled over and be like, I don't have my license. He'll be like, oh, let's switch. Like what? Cops are shooting motherfuckers, right? Sorry. Cops are shooting people. Who's switching seats? It doesn't make any sense. I hope you don't write that in your screenplay, Mauricio. I don't have. A, I don't. Yeah. I hope you don't have a, a, a seat switching scene in your movie. Hey Pam. Do you remember Elvis? Presley. Why was he a thing? That was the hottest dude out. He was just he was just doing this shit. <laughs> like that that was the king. He had no talent whatsoever. You could tell how old a woman is by the rigidity of her buttocks. 
I've ran the numbers. Are there any uh, football fans out here? Football fans? Football players? Football players? You look like you play football? You no? Know? You look like you might have been a skilled position. In football, that's a football vocab, skilled position. It's like the receiver, the running backs, cornerbacks, safeties. Not to be confused with the unskilled pieces of human excrement <laughs> down there on the line. It's rude that they call them that. All right, I'll go to some jokes at work. How about that? Why are cop cars so nice? Why, why does this dude need a Dodge Charger? That's a super nice car. Are you going to steal my wife from me? Why do you need a Ford Expedition? Who's paying for that? Are you going to tow a bass boat to the crime scene? I have an idea for a reality show for girls with blown out pussies called This Old Box. We're going to take this carpet out of here. Move these walls in. Been bearing loads for too long. You know how people say, uh, like, uh, there's like a, I think it's called like an idiom, uh, for when things sound different but mean the same thing. They're like tomato, tomato, right? But nobody says tomato. <laughs> Ever. So that doesn't make sense. Let's get, let's get rid of it. Let's 86 that. I got a friend that says uh, it rhymes, so it's like something he lives his life by. He's like, if she ain't 280, she ain't my lady. It's like, bro, you're five foot six. You're really swinging for the fences there, chief. I'm a very good joke writer. <laughs> I have a friend. Uh, named Pernay and like unfortunate things are always happening to Pernay. Uh, like one time we were at the, the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk in the warm California sun. And uh, we had just gotten some Subway sandwiches. We were eating fresh and, and uh, <laughs> a seagull takes Pernay's sandwich out of his hand and flies away. Uh, but Pernay's a vegetarian and you know how these, these Santa Cruz seagulls are douchebags. So the seagull brought it back and called him gay. <laughs> it's a true story, guys. I didn't make one part of it up. All right, this is going well. As you can tell, because of your eyeballs, I'm pretty athletic. Um, I'm also a dirtbag because also of your eyeballs. Like, and when you put those two things together, you're like, this guy, this guy might have pitched a perfect game under dubious circumstances. <laughs> this guy might have pitched a perfect game on meth, I think. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> I think we're too hard on one-hit wonders. Like, you'll be cruising in the car, and Chumbawamba will come on talking about the whiskey drink or whatever, right? And your, your motorist companion will be like, Chumbawamba, one-hit wonder. And it's like, I think it's an accomplishment to have a hit. You know what I mean? We should all be so lucky. Most of us are no-hit losers. <laughs> it's true, right? It's like, yeah. Hello. Welcome to the No-Hit Loser Club. Hey, Pam, are you still a witch? <laughs> Me too. Yeah. 
So Pam is a known witch. Um, and I have a question for her, for her ilk. Why are you always cooking out of such a big pot? Who are you cooking for? I had to come through the thickest forest. I had to answer a riddle. I had to dodge the dart. I had to navigate the quicksand. Who are you cooking for? You didn't know I was coming. It's wasteful. What are you going to do with all of this liver of salamander stew? Pam? Oh, good, good. I can finally sleep at night. You have two minutes. Two minutes. All right, we're going to keep it moving. Uh, you ever have a friend that loses a bunch of weight, and you're like, hey, man, how'd you lose all that weight? And your friend goes, oh, I just started walking. He's like, you were walking before? You lazy piece of shit. What's wrong with you? You got to walk, dude. You gotta walk. <laughs> you guys, you guys know. Uh, have you heard of Scott Peterson, Lacey Peterson, R.I.P. The Saga. Have you ever seen a documentary about the Saga, Lacey Peterson, Scott Peterson? They all go the same way. They all have this part in the beginning. In the sleepy little town of Modesto, California. <laughs> Y'all ever been to Modesto, California? <laughs> they are twisting big meth pipes all day long in Modesto, California. It is the least sleepiest town in the history of incorporated municipalities. Nobody has slept. No rem in Modesto. Sleepy little town. There's people that think he didn't do it. Your boy, your boy had a blonde goatee. Guilty. Deliberate for one second. Blonde goatee. Guilty. <laughs> um, thank you. Either someone got murdered down the street or they were laughing at that. Um, sunburns are white privilege, obviously. Uh, I can read binary code, but I'm dyslexic, so I'm not very good at it. Have you noticed Biden's been doing a lot of speeches? Like, dude, just tweet it. <laughs> you don't have to do that anymore. So many speeches. I got that stimulus. Thank goodness, right? The day after I got the stimulus, I got a speeding ticket. And I laughed right in that stupid cop's face. Like, dude, I'm rich. Write me two speeding tickets. I don't give a shit. I have $1,409 in my bank account right now. Uh, you think I care about a speeding ticket? I peeled off <laughs> As you can tell, my comedy career has been going very good. And sometimes I daydream about how potentially good it could go. And sometimes, not all the time, about a third of the time, the daydreams end with my wife just looking at me like, Hollywood changed you. <laughs> yeah, Mauricio knows. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I gotta, I gotta, I'll hit you with three more quick ones. Uh, you ever been at a party, RIP parties, but remember when we used to go to parties? And uh, it'd be a dude that looked like me, white, 
and he would say something you could tell he thought was extremely interesting and unique. And he'd be like, dude, I also listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. It's the most popular podcast in the world. I know all about T-cells, dude. Uh, I listen to rap. Uh, another comedian told me I didn't have to say that, that I just present that, obviously. But that's how I wrote it down. So I listen to rap. There's some rap lyrics that confuse me. Uh, Two Chains. Titty boy. Two Chains has a, a line that says, uh, my chain hang to my dangalang. Chain hang, chain hang to my dangalang. That's a six foot seven black guy. It's an extremely long chain. <laughs> Biggie Smalls got one. Um, and it's out there, man. I, I don't want to get it wrong. Let me get it. Let me make. He says, Damn, girl, you're making me sick. You look so good, I'd suck on your daddy's dick. <laughs> what? Never. In all my days of gallivanting about the streets, have I seen a girl so fine that I would suck her dad's dick, sight unseen? <laughs> my name's Adam Close, man. Hot boy, give it up for uh, Pam Ben. Adam Close, everyone! Hooray! Thanks for being here, Rob. You're a badass. That was great, BDE. Yay, forever. So nice. You're an ex-comedian. What a funny guy. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention to the news, he's going to tell you what's happening. Put your hands together. It's Matthew Quirk. Yay! Oh, bitches and hoes. Is this a clean show? Yes. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, give it up for Adam Close. Uh, apparently he pitched a perfect game on meth in high school, and he's still crowbarring it into his comedy sets. He's still talking about it. Uh, so, uh, as uh, anyone here uh, heard of the rapper uh, Little Nas the Tenth? Uh, apparently he came out with a sneaker that very controversially has one drop of human blood in it. People are all aghast about it. But uh, doesn't like every sneaker have like five drops of some slave laborer's blood from Asia in it? Like there's like 10 in an iPhone, right? There's got to be 30 in a MacBook Pro. We got blood diamonds. There's blood on every banana, quite frankly, I think. <laughs> Generally speaking, everything we own or possess or consume in America has blood in it. I think, I think one drop of blood is an improvement, quite frankly. <laughs> We're doing better. I know what you guys are thinking there. You're like, didn't David Spade did a joke like that just the other day on his show? And uh, he did, but I said it first, okay? He stole my joke, not the other way around. Did you ever perform it, like, on the record? Or Why you gotta fucking blow holes in my story here? What it was this? Some people are like, aren't, you know, 
critics like this are like, hey, isn't it possible maybe a prof Isn't it possible that maybe a professional comedian could have uh, written that joke all by himself without your help? And, you know, maybe, I guess. But I just want you guys to know that's the level I'm writing at here, okay? I am, this is professional. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not paying attention to him. So you had your five minutes to critique white people. It's my, now it's my turn. So anyway, uh, uh, I'm all for cancel culture, guys. I got to be real. I love cancel culture. I mean, look at the bright side. Now America has culture. <laughs> but it can go too far. They're trying to desexualize the female bunny rabbit character in Looney Tunes. But I would like to remind everyone that she's a rabbit. The very symbol of fertility. You cannot desexualize the symbol of fertility. I don't know how else to be. I mean, if you're going to do that, you've got to cancel the Easter Bunny. I mean, a rabbit with eggs? Come on. That's sexual. <laughs> it's chocolate. Give me a break. <laughs> So I don't know if you heard, but apparently in Russia, Vladimir Putin has been voted the sexiest man in Russia. No. A lot of people are calling foul, but let's face it, that's a hell of a lot more believable than Prince William is the sexiest bald man in the world, okay? It's way more believable. See, his was a fix as well. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Some people don't know. <laughs> you know, speaking of the princes, when they were asking Prince Harry, like, uh, what his baby would look like, I think he missed a real opportunity. Uh, he should have said, don't worry, it won't look inbred. <laughs> yeah. That's my deep-seated Irish hate for the English bubbling up. <laughs> rising to the surface. So, how do you guys like COVID? Yeah. yeah. I've been loving COVID. I'm actually pissed we're going to go back to like normal and shit, man. I was I was king of the hill in COVID, man, cuz it turned out I was an essential worker while you guys are like losers, I guess. Simple as that. I'm actually not that worried about COVID because uh, I'm like 53. I've already had the best years of my life. COVID's your problem. Enjoy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was. Okay. I'm getting harangued by the local comedians a bit much for this set. You know, I used to be a hero around here. I used to get respect. I had a TV credit. I was in a video that was seen by about 500,000 people, making me by far the most famous comedian here by like a long shot. 
but here I am. Anyway, that was probably a, a good enough minute of rambling. You guys have been great. I was nailing it. There you go. Matthew Quirk, the hero of Muni Radio. You can see that thing. There was a guy who was punched in the face, and he was attacked on stage here. And it was crazy because the women before had been like, we hate Pam, and no girls should come here. And then a guy got assaulted on the stage, and I'm like, nobody is safe at Muni.